All right. So we decided, Hilda and I, uh, Mike had to go uh, for the previous episode. If you watch episode six, we talked about not just Top Gun, but we also talked about uh, Return to Oz. And because we talked so much about Top Gun 2, because uh, it was amazing, it left us little time to talk about uh, Return to Oz. So Hilda and I still want to keep talking about it. So here we are. We're doing a, a, a bonus episode for Return yes, to Oz specifically. Um, so uh, you were like, you were so excited. Like, man, I, I want, there were so much things I wanted to talk about. You love this movie so much. I love your passion for this movie. I was so, I was so bummed that I had um, some sound issues. So actually I missed part of, part of what you guys were talking about at one point. Um, and uh, so, yes, I'm happy that we're getting to chat about it a little longer. Um, this movie though, I know I've said it before, this movie holds such a place in my childhood nostalgia um, I cannot, I, I probably couldn't even guess as to how many times I've seen this movie, to be honest. Um, and I think, I think as a kid, one of the things that made the biggest impression on me the first time I saw it is because it was not what I expected, right? We all grew up watching the very old Wizard of Oz and it is, it's, Mike was kind of starting to talk about this, but it's, it's shiny and it's, it's there's music and it's 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 happy and it's even the parts that are scary are 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 minimal right and then you have that picture of oz in your mind and then you start watching return to oz and the yellow brick road has been completely demolished and you get to the emerald city and it's just everything's been turned to stone and it's been ransacked um it's just such a it's such a departure from the Oz and Emerald City that we know from the original Wizard of Oz, well, right? What I love, what I love about it is both those movies um, is that they are, um, they are products of their time or the time that they're made, yep. right, right? So like the the movie, like the original musical, right? Like in the was it fifties or whatever it was that was made, it was like every like even scary things is like you know the musical. Yeah, again, it's a musical, and it's all like you said, shiny and happy and and so on. Right. And then in the eighties, we're like, no, when something's scary, it's motherfucking scary. <laughs> <laughs> the eighties are like, we're not fucking around here, bro. Like Times Square is not a Disney fucking like look at us or like Times Square is. Some scary shit going on in Times Square. So that's what I thought was the best part about it was that they were like, "Oh yeah, it's, it's both of these movies are clearly, even though they're in the same cinematic universe, they're very clearly products of their time." Yeah, they're, they're it, just they're they're so different, and yeah. I think it it really adds a layer to to the actual storyline itself, right? Because something has gone drastically wrong in Oz. So the fact that it doesn't look the same is perfect. Like it's yeah. perfect. It's perfect for yeah. the story. You know, it's completely in shambles. Everything is everything is wrong. I'm actually I was actually the whole time I was watching a movie, to be honest, I was literally thinking, is this really they did a good job of 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 making me uh, the viewer wonder, did she make it up? Is this really all in her head? Is this like even at the end where like the girls like shh don't tell the don't tell the adults? I was like, I think yeah, this might still time. be in her head. I still it still leaves it leaves it open for I guess interpretation. Maybe not. Maybe they were like, no, no, this is real, but only she can do it. Only she can see the, these, this place. And I was like, I don't know. It felt like it felt like the filmmakers are trying to be like, maybe it's real, maybe it's not. Maybe it's all in her head. 
Or maybe it's this real place and you have to protect it. Right, 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 right. So I, I, I don't know. I'm very, I'm still very much on the fence of like, I don't know if this is, if this actually happened. You know, for all yeah. I know, this is something that took place in her head. So, um, but yeah, I, I, I very much enjoyed this movie. I, I, again, I was telling you off air uh, when we, before we decided to do this bonus episode, I, I was um, not like the movie because I thought it was going to be like, once I saw, like, I was like, man, it's going to be one of those like cheesy, like mid 80s, unless you saw it, unless you saw it as a kid, it's not going to hold up. And I'm gonna like, like like my my experience with Willow. My experience with Willow, I, I kept the um, effects that I don't want to say bad effects because I'm sure at the time they were groundbreaking. But the effects that that I'm watching at twenty on twenty, uh, you know, during 2022, I'm watching Willow, and it kept pulling me out of the movie. Like the effects, I'm like, oh man, that's ugh, that doesn't hold up. Ugh, that's really bad. Ugh, that doesn't. Yeah. And and the thing was, I, so I thought that was gonna happen again with this movie right from the beginning and then i started watching and i'm like the bad effects or the quote unquote effects that don't hold up add to the creepiness of this movie it actually yeah. helps this movie where i was like oh yeah and i i really dug the hell out of this movie i, I did not think i was gonna like it as much as I did. and i think this movie still holds up i mean i i probably i i easily probably throw this movie on like once a year maybe it's just one of I those can attest where- to the fact i can attest to the fact that it still holds up because i've watched it for the first time now and i like it so that tells yeah. you something that it's not it's not a product of when you saw it it's a no it's actually a good movie uh, yeah. I got it too bad it was a box office it horrendously bombed horrendously and that, bombed and that I really I really do feel was in part to they did not Disney did not put a lot of money into promotion you know we were, we were chatting about it but like they fired they fired the director um, maybe like a week or two into production like he was fired and he he called um, he called Steven Spielberg Francis Ford Coppola and George Lucas for help and he was like they convinced Disney to bring him back on, but they were not, you know, they were not happy about how production was going. Merch was taking a long time. Like Walter Merch was taking a long time um, in, in, and, you know, time is money in production like this. Yeah. Um, yeah. They had to make some cuts. Like you were talking about how the scarecrow is like so creepy. He was supposed to have a full animatronic face like the gump. But they had to make a budget cut, and that's like the scarecrow's face was one of those budget cuts, and that's why his <laughs> face doesn't move, right? So there's like all yeah. these, all these yeah, weird yeah. things happen, and then when when it when the movie finally came out, they didn't put a lot of money behind the the, the studio. They didn't put a lot into promotion, and it was competing with Goonies. Goonies was the other movie that came out around that time. So I mean, can you imagine? This movie that now has limited limited production um, limit not production sorry limited um, pr- promotional budget and now it's got to compete against movies like Goonies that are coming yeah. out within the same month. So it, um, I but feel it, like had, it had a twenty eight million dollar budget. Right? And I I want to know what twenty eight million dollars was in nineteen eighty four, right? Because the movie came out in eighty five, but I want to know what. And that's ni- the- like. Yeah. That was the budget. The budget was twenty five mil. It only made eleven million, so it made it, less. Yeah. Well, the thing is, it 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 it. I'm sure the budget was twenty five million, but it went to twenty eight million. That's what um the Wikipedia says. Twenty eight million. Yeah. In nineteen eighty five. And it only made it made less than half. It made eleven million. But I do. I think it was almost doomed before it even hit theaters because they weren't putting money behind promotion. They weren't putting. 
you know, they, they just weren't. And I think they were, I think they were over it before it was even finished, which I think is really unfortunate because I think, I think it's such a great movie. I really do. Um, let me see. So uh, it's about, um, so is that right? That can't be right. So five million is that am I correct? Five million in nineteen eighty four is equivalent to the purchasing power of about, of about uh so that's not what I'm asking. I'm not asking that. But twenty I said twenty eight million, correct? It was twenty eight million? Yeah. Yeah, that's million. what it ended up costing. Yeah. It's about eighty million dollars today. So the movie costs eighty million dollars to make. Uh, in today's dollars, again, big deal, man. And to for it to get back, you know, it's like the equivalent of it getting back thirty million when it costs eighty million to make. You're like, Ugh. but uh, hey, uh, it was it, it it was a record breaker. So it was um, it came out forty six years after The Wizard of Oz, and according to the Guinness Book of Records, it was the it was the longest time between sequels. <laughs> is that still hold? Is that still the case? No, um, that that re- I can't remember exactly what movie broke that record, but that record was broken. I think somewhere in the '90s, something like that. I wonder what it was now. I'd have to I'd have to go back and look it up. But first time yeah. and sequels. I'm gonna look it up now because I, I I'm one of those I can't let it go. Um, you know another another fun fact. Tim Burton Tim Burton has actually acknowledged that Jack Pumpkinhead was a really big inspiration for him behind Jack Skellington. Well, yeah, I mean that's. I mean, it seems kind of obvious. You can now. see it. Well, yeah, I mean, sometimes things are obvious, but they're not. But he's actually, he's actually acknowledged that Jack Pumpkinhead was a lot of inspiration. Um, uh, for, the longest one is Bambi and Bambi Two. So that's the other one. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So that one is the one that actually broke Return to sixty-four Oz's years. Yeah. Two thousand. Yeah. It came out. Apparently, it came out, and I didn't know Bambi. I'd never even heard of Bambi too. I, if you would have told me it existed, I would have been like, "Oh, I'm sure it's one of those director sequel, you know, movies that came out like a year I, after the." But I think it, it was, was a, not. I think it was a straight to VHS. Well, it came out in two thousand six. So if Bambi two was direct to VHS, that's very. Uh, I don't know if you're gonna make your money back because you're 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 doing a direct to a, a format that no longer exists in 2006. Well, maybe it was the <laughs> straight to clear. I mean, stuff. it was uh, direct direct to home sales. Yeah, direct to <laughs> home sales. That's a choice. <laughs> but that's a big. I mean, can you imagine? Like, can you imagine being that one kid who saw Bambi in theaters? Like, I'm waiting for this motherfucker sequel. And now you're six. Now you're 70 years old, and you're like, it's happened. It's, it's happened. finally happened. It's finally happened. I don't know. I I, I very much enjoyed. Um, I very much enjoyed this movie. I didn't know it was that chick from the craft. I didn't know it was her. Yeah, this was so. actually this was Feruza Balk's uh, first feature film. She had done some smaller stuff before, like I think maybe episodes of a show or commercial, like TV commercials or something. But this was her first film, and she beat out tons of people. Who auditioned for the role of Dorothy in this? She did a great job, though. I, I will say she did a great. I even remember saying, "Man, she's got beautiful eyes." And of course, now knowing who she is as an adult, I'm like, "Oh yeah, she does have beautiful eyes. Like she really does have beautiful eyes." Yeah, Bruce Ball. Yeah, she yeah. was great in this. And you know, orig- um, you know who had originally been approached to be the Gnome King was um, Christopher Lloyd had been approached. Oh, okay. To be the Gnome King, and so was uh, Tim Curry. Uh, Tim Curry was doing all that sci-fi shit. He's doing. He was Tim doing Curry. Legend. He was doing all that sci-fi shit where he was like, "Just put me in makeup, 
I'll rock it. I'll make it rock. But no, um, yeah. Yeah, return to Oz, man. I'm 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 really glad you enjoyed it, Neri. I really am. Um it's, was, it was really I, good. It was really good. No, I was like, this could go either way, right? I was like, either Neri could love this or because he's such a wonderful fan, he could hate it. But I had a Oh uh, no, I, I it, it stuck true to the book a lot more so than the musical. And again, and, I love the musical, but it's and still... that's why I thought you would like it, because I was like, okay, it's you know, it's gonna talk about you know, Ozma is going to be introduced. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, Neri's. I was like, if Neri's like, a fan of the books, he's going to dig Return to Oz. So, yeah. and I, to the audience, I haven't, I haven't read all of the Oz books because there's like thirteen or fourteen of them, some crazy amount of number like that. But I have read this first three. So, um, and and I reread the first one again, like three months ago. And in in reading it again three months ago, there was stuff that I didn't catch the first time, and I was like, ah. Uh. And I'm not a big reader. Uh, so I asked my friend Missy, I was like, Hey, um, I read this, I read the uh, wizard of Oz, but I read it again. And there was stuff that I didn't see the first time that I didn't pick up the first time. And she's like, yeah, that's what happens. And I'm like, really? Like, I really didn't like, that's how dumb I am about reading. I assume that once you read it, you read it. And they're like, no, no, you'll pick up on stuff. I'm like, I knew movies was like that. I'm like, no, no, but it's still the same principles. You still, you're still, it's a story that you just, you're focusing on, you're hyper-focusing on some things and some things you're not. So I'm like, oh, okay. But I, I very much enjoyed the hell out of this movie. I did. Um. Yeah. This is this is uh probably I'm I'm thinking back of the old school movies. I think we, uh what are the old school movies that we've done so far? Hold on. Can you tell me that on this podcast? So we have done um we have done Back to the Future. We okay. have done um we have done the substitute Black, was one Black Christmas. The substitute. Christmas. Um. Uh. Willow. Okay. And Scrooged. Okay, so yeah, this is. I was gonna say this might be my favorite of the ones that I had. Again, Black Christmas was trash. Uh, Willow had its faults, which, by the way, to the listener, uh, we talked about this off air. Uh, the TV show Willow is so good, so good. And I've only watched the first episode, but it's so good because I, as I'm watching this episode, I'm like, this is what the original movie could have been like if it was made today. Like, this is. I thought it was I was really really impressed, and again I just mean that the effects hold up so that the story can be told without it taking you out of the movie, without the effects or the lack of effects taking you out of the movie. Um, but it was fantastic, man! It was fantastic. All right, well, thank you very much for checking out the bonus episode. Hope you guys enjoyed this bonus episode. Hilda and I just wanted to keep talking about this movie because we love, we really I I really enjoyed this fuck out of this movie. I'm really I'm really gonna I'm really gonna show it to my wife and see what she thinks about showing it to the kids. Absolutely. She's, she's very much more uh she's she's more cautious than i am i'm like yeah she wants to watch, my daughter wanted to watch jurassic world when it came out in and when she was like six years old and i'm like yeah let her watch jurassic world who cares and she's like that's a scary movie for a kid and sure enough she did not my daughter was like this is awesome and i was like <laughs> okay good so i don't know um we'll see what happens uh thank you very much for checking out uh this bonus episode follow us on all social media platforms uh, it's at movie bros pod for everything except Twitter is movie bros pod underscore at the end. So anyways, thank you guys for checking us out. Check out Hilda's um, gamer girl tag, which is gamer, a uh, gamer. Was it tabletop Hilda? gamer girl, tabletop gamer girl. I'm sorry. What my eyesight is really bad. So I have to zoom in all the way to be able to read. <laughs> That's how no bad worries, Mary. No worries. At, at tabletop gamer girl. Uh, anyways, thank you guys for checking us out uh, and check out geek bro. Thank you very much. Bye.